Tree Talking Time is brought to you by Conkeys Outdoors. Get all your hound hunting needs at Conkeys.com. Welcome to Tree Talking Time, where we talk all things tree dogs. From the smallest feists to the largest hounds, drink squirrels to bears and everything in between. And from time to time, we might even run a little fast game. Started out uh, coon hunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, started out with a chick named Lucy. Uh, you couldn't uh, hear, and probably like four or five hundred yards. You couldn't hear. Uh, started. I didn't have a tracking collar. Uh, had a Walmart uh, rechargeable flashlight nice. <laughs> that lasted about fifteen minutes. Uh, and like I said, and she was almost completely silent. And pretty much when she barked, she was treed. And, I mean, you couldn't hear over four or 500 yards. Uh, so you can imagine how difficult that is with no tracking collar. Oh, yeah. Uh, but one night we were hunting. And uh, she got treed. And we went. And it was me, my dad, and my buddy. And uh, found the coon. I uh, got the coon, headed back. And uh, we didn't have, we had nothing. We couldn't move, couldn't read a compass or nothing. <laughs> Uh, and we ended up, man, probably like two miles away from my house. Oh, geez. Uh, up in the Dollar General parking lot. <laughs> yeah, we got, I mean, shining that tree at night. We got turned around, got yeah. completely lost. And yeah. Walking by, we kept saying, hey, Daddy, I think we're going the wrong way. But, nah, we'll be at home soon. Ended up about two miles away in the Dollar General parking lot. <laughs> Came out of the woods to the light to the parking lot. That's funny. Ended up. Happened to call Mama, and she had to drive over there and pick us up. Hey, at least Mama uh, was at home to come pick you up. That's right. I've been a long walk home. Uh, But after that, we went and we bought a little backtrack. Uh, It cost fifty bucks, and it just pointed you back where the uh, uh, wherever you marked it at. So that that kind of fixed our being lost problem for a little bit until I invested in myself a a Garmin Astro two twenty. Yep, and it was set. Now, when I first got started, granted, I never had a backtrack, but I, I knew a couple guys that did because they didn't trust the Garmins, even if they had one, because that was still pretty yeah, early we, in the Garmin days, and so they were had those too. Yeah, we used that backtrack for a while. I've, I've actually still got it at home. Uh, I've still got it, but I don't use it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that dog trust system's a lot easier to uh, advocate with than that backtrack was. Oh, yeah. That that backtrack would send you through who knows what. Uh, it, it didn't it tell you. It just pointed you the direction. It didn't care if there was thirteen tickets between you and there or what. Uh, mm-hmm. You was just busted. But, yep. Hey, but that's still better but, than walking two miles out the wrong that way. Is, that, is, that is better than ending up at Dollar General. That is For too sure. funny. So you've been but, a blue tick fan for a long time, I take it then. Ah, man. Ah, I pretty much hunt whatever I can. Uh, I, that's what I started out with. Uh, I had a couple of blue ticks until I got my red bones. And, and I guess I'm pretty much red bone all the way now. Okay. Uh, I've got one. I've got two that I like uh, that treat me well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's what I'm going to stick with. But, I'll hunt just about anything that'll tree. Yeah. I'm not too colorblind. You look at my kennel most of the times I've got some kind of puppy I'm working with and a lot of times it's blue. 
Yeah, that's what I was just uh, saying. I, I thought I'd seen some blue dogs. Yeah, I just sold one uh, okay. back in November. Uh, an English dog that was blue. Gotcha. Uh, so I, uh, I can't get all the way away from them. Uh, my <laughs> wife likes how the blue ones look. So, like I said, I normally try to get a puppy every year or two to start, and it normally ends up blue. Gotcha. Cool. Well, before we get too far into this, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Noah Clark. I'm uh, 26 years old, live in uh, Stringer, Mississippi. Uh, it's pretty much in the middle of nowhere. Uh, we got a lot of public land I get to hunt. I'm a pastor at a church here, Salem Baptist Church. I'm uh, blessed with a great congregation that I uh, get to lead every week uh, and enjoy hunting dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm definitely blessed where I get to hunt a lot. Yes, you do. Uh, I'm in the woods, man, probably just about every day. That's what I was going to say. It, se- it seems like you make a post on your kennel page just about every day. Yeah, right now, I mean, I'm, I'm working squirrel dogs and coon dogs for people. Yeah. Uh, so I have to, I'm in the woods all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said just about every day. But it, I like it. I like pulling with the dogs. It's definitely not about uh, taking the game. Uh, if I never took another uh, any game at all, I just like working with dogs. Uh, that's what I get the fun out of is working with dogs, getting to see them progress. Mm-hmm. No, that's awesome. I was wondering if you you work dogs for people because, like I said, I seeing you post so much, it seems like you're always posting a lot of different dogs. So I was like, either yeah. you keep a lot of dogs, or you're <laughs> you're working dogs for somebody. Yeah, I, I, right now I'm training for the public. I've uh, actually right now working three squirrel dogs and two coon dogs for people right now. Okay. Uh, personally, personally, I own two red bones. Uh, I own a black mouth cur and a lab. Okay. And my wife's got a thing. We've got, this is the least amount of dogs I've had at my house in a while that have been mine. So I'm down to five right now, and it feels pretty good. <laughs> I bet it does. But, uh, yeah, I enjoy it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's something that I like doing right now. Uh-huh. And it, uh, it definitely helped bless my family being able to work dogs for people. Yeah. It's been, been a good uh, secondary income with my church work. Being a pastor, I've got to be pretty flexible with my schedule. Yeah. Uh, when I've got uh, to go visit someone in the hospital or uh, something like that, so I've got to have a pretty flexible schedule or I can up and leave. Whatever I need to, and this is for the past four years. This is a uh, definitely I've uh, been a good uh, little side job that I've been blessed to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Now I was honestly thinking about that earlier today. You know, knowing we were going to talk tonight, and that's kind of what I thought. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he works dogs, people, and I'm like, and that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, it's nice. That's a nice little. You can make your own schedule if you got something going on or if something happens, and you you can you can leash up a dog, put it away, and Go do whatever you got to do. So that's right. Like I said, I've been doing it since 2019, mm-hmm. and it uh, is definitely blessed my family. Uh, as I said, it's been a good uh, job to care with pastor and church. Like I said, I can be pretty flexible with my schedule, mm-hmm. but I've enjoyed. I've worked some nice dogs. I've had the pleasure of starting some pretty nice dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been fun. But yeah, like you said, it and there ain't no telling what's going to be at my house. <laughs> uh, from month to month, there ain't no telling what'll be here. Yeah, that's funny. 
Now, what's it like working dogs for the public? Um, it's got its ups and downs for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's sure. months where it's nice, uh, and there's months where it's a job. There's months where I enjoy and I can't wait to go, and then there's times where it's a struggle to get up and go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really depends on the dog that month. Uh, I've got a pretty nice little dog I'm working right now, Tree and Kerr, a uh, little brindle squirrel dog, uh, and he's been fun to hunt. He's leaving this week, okay. uh, but I've enjoyed hunting. I've, I've got to see him progress a lot. Uh, he's been a fun one to hunt. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's, it's dependent on the dog. Like I said, some months, ready to roll every every morning, ready to hit the woods and hit it at night. And sometimes it's just it's dreadful. <laughs> I, I've definitely had those months where I, I couldn't wait for the dogs to go home. Yeah. And there's months where, you know, you want the dogs to stay. But you hate to see them go. Oh, I bet. I don't know. I, but it's always fascinating to me, the people that work dogs for the public and, you know, in your head, you kind of think, man, that's a dream job. But like you said, sometimes, sometimes it is and sometimes it's not. Yeah. Sometimes it is a dream job. And then, uh, I don't know how the weather is where you live, but in the middle of August when it's still 95 degrees night, we've got mosquitoes as, you know, biggest hawks out here. Uh, <laughs> you start rethinking, uh, you start rethinking it then and definitely not a dream job then. Oh yeah. No, heck, my my summers are not even near as bad as yours, and uh, I still wouldn't want to be. <laughs> I barely hunt myself in the summer, so. Uh, every year, I tell my wife, man, I'm going to take a little break, and I've yet to take that break during the summer. <laughs> I've yet to take it, it's, and it's, I don't know, I, I just, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I guess the mosquitoes, they just don't seem that bad. If you say so, I'll take your word for it. It's definitely tough. I mean, 95 mosquitoes and got to deal with snakes and Mm -hmm. and there's a good many gators. There's not as many gators where I live, but you go a little south and there's, man, you can deal with some big gators down there. Yeah. Nope. You had me at snakes. (laughs) I don't, I don't deal with snakes. So I, you know, I've really been pretty lucky. I, I mean, I hunt four five nights a week during the summer down here, and I might get one dog bit a year. Okay. Maybe. So I, I've been pretty lucky. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't have too many encounters with snakes. Uh, I just I figured out when you don't look for them, you don't really see them. <laughs> good, good point. That would do it for me. It's not too bad. As long as you can get past all the sweating. <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating up here. Now, when you, you were saying earlier about hunting with that blue dog at first, did your dad coon hunt, or how how did that blue dog come into you guys' life? So, uh, he was not a coon hunter. Um, I, so I had an uncle, I have an uncle, uh, he's a big squirrel hunter now, but he was a coon hunter uh, many, many years before I was born. Uh, and then when I was probably three, that uncle, one of that uncle's sons had a coon dog. Uh, and we always had a, a black mouth cur at the house uh, okay. where we lived. We lived on a old dirt road that was just family. And we had a couple hundred acres. 
uh, a family land that we got to hunt on and always had a turtle running around. We went coon hunting one night when I was three. Uh, pretty sure they had to carry me. I might have been four. I was pretty young. They had to carry mm-hmm. me. I I don't know. Just when I, uh, man, probably fifth grade, I decided I wanted a dog. Uh, so I, somebody gave me a tree and walker. Uh, and if you'll believe it, thing never treed. <laughs> we went the nights in the woods where we'd follow her. Uh, she'd bark on trail some. And at that time, I had a black Ladner, a her Ladner, yeah. black mouth curry, a solid black. Mm-hmm. Uh, he never treated. Uh, we would just follow. I'd follow him in the woods at night. Uh, and then ended up uh, saving up a good bit of birthday money. Uh, and uh, spent a lot of time on coondogs.com. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you <laughs> got on that website. I'm only a little bit older than you. So, yeah, I remember those days and I was on all of the all the different forums. I think it was that, maybe Squirrel Dog Central, I spent a lot of time on. Yep. Uh, but I spent a lot of time on coondogs.com and ended up finding uh, this blue tick. Uh, she was two years old at the time. Uh, called the guy he lived um, in the middle of Alabama. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, this is the only dog I got that'll treat, but I'm not really a blue tick guy. So I, I said, saved up my birthday money, and my dad gave me a little bit, and I ended up, he wanted $500 for her. Mm-hmm. So we drove a couple hours to Alabama and picked her up and brought her home. Uh, and the first night, cut her loose, and she treated a coon. Nice. She nothing fancy on her papers. Uh, I think she had one title dog, which was Nor uh, Northern Blue Dancer, okay. uh, in like her third generation, uh, just out of some old pleasure dog. But I treat a lot of coons with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, I mean, I couldn't drive, uh, so pretty much what we did, I hunted probably four, maybe five nights a week, and we cut loose behind my house. And then the next night, we would drive down to my cousin's house, which was maybe two, three miles away, and we'd hunt his property. Mm-hmm. And then the next night, we'd hunt behind my house. I did that for three, maybe four years. Okay. And it got to the point, we didn't kill many coons, uh, and it got to the point where them suckers would just run <laughs> and run and run. And we'd end up, man, we'd end up going two, three miles. Uh, night after night, there was time we'd have to knock on people's doors uh, and have to go get the dogs in their backyard. Oh, jeez. I am concerned that that's what we was doing. They was just going to run. Yeah. Uh, so after a few years, man, we had to go find some new places to hunt. And uh, we found some public land around and started hunting there some. Uh, but I hunted her for a while. Uh, I, I probably hunted her for four or five years. Well, I hunted her until. I got into high school and got my license. Yeah, I hunted her for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bred her. I bred her to probably one of the nicest dogs I've ever been in the woods with. And puppies didn't do nothing. Oh, man. I, a guy from Arkansas uh, got a pair of them. They wouldn't even chase a deer. <laughs> I mean, they would. he tried to use them as deer dogs, and they wouldn't even chase a deer. And they were, I mean, they were just terrible. Uh, and I went through some other blue dogs, uh, and then for a little while, I got out of hunting. Okay. Uh, for a couple of months, my uh, best friend in high school uh, died in a car wreck. 
Mm. Uh, and that first that first story I told, uh, he was the friend that was with me, so he hunted with me a lot. Yeah. And after he passed away, I ended up selling Lucy, uh, that blue stick to a guy in Texas for what I thought was big money. I think I sold her and my life for like fifteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, back that was that was almost ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, for a sixteen-year-old boy, I mean, I, I was I was living in high cotton there, <laughs> exactly. fifteen hundred dollars for a dog. Uh, but ended up selling her, and then, you know, a few months later, uh, I just had to I had to have me another dog. I uh, went through a lot of junk. I went through had a black and tan that made one tree in a couple months. Had a red tick <laughs> that would never stick a tree. I just went through some junk, and then uh, Charlie came around okay. and Charlie was my first red bone uh, probably will forever be my measuring stick uh, he was a finished dog and a guy just gave him to me Nice, uh, just, man he was he wasn't nothing flashy but when he treated you was going to look at a coon mm-hmm. uh, he I mean he might it might take him all night to treat that coon but he was going to have him whenever he settled down uh, he was just a consistent, you know what you were going to get from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, just an all-around, just a good dog. There you go. Uh, I, hunted him, I hunted him for four years uh, until he died. Uh, he he was nice. Uh, I liked him a lot. I treated a lot of coons with him. He, uh, one week or one month in February, uh, we hunted the same beaver pond uh, that whole month. I think he ended up making like 29 trees when we looked at 28 coons. And this was like a 100-acre beaver pond. Jeez. Just, I mean, just completely flooded, just hard hunting. And he, like I said, he went 28 to 29 in a month. Uh, he, was just, he was just an accurate dog. Mm-hmm. I said, it wasn't flashy. I mean, he wasn't going to, he wasn't going, he wasn't no speed demon. But when he struck a track, he was going to tree it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't care if it was there, if it was 40 feet in front of you, or if you had to go two miles to tree it. Man, he was going to tree it. A layup artist, and if there wasn't nothing moving, man, he was just, he'd just make up coons. I really enjoyed hunting him. Nice. And that's still what I'm, I'm still hunting his stuff today. Uh, my male dog, Sock. That's what Sock's off of. That's what Sock okay. stands for. Really. Okay. That's where that name from, mm-hmm. son of Charlie. And then my Jenny dog that I had, uh, she got ran over uh, a couple months ago. She was off of Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he blessed me with, with a few nice dogs nice. that I got to hunt. I'm glad to hear that. But that's about, about, that's about where I'm at now, hunting stock. And then I've got uh, a really nice female uh, that I like a lot, Sunny. Uh, she, she, she's done me a lot of winning. Uh, I've been definitely been blessed with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's treated me a lot of coons. I've really enjoyed hunting her. Now, have you done a lot of competition hunting? Uh, so I used to. I mean, Sonny, she, uh, I've had some help with the breeder, uh, Kayla Cooper, that I got Sonny from. But Sonny's a, a Grand Knight champion. She's a water champion, a field champion. Uh, she's a confirmation champion. She's a grand champion three. Uh, and she has her HCX title. Okay. Uh, so she she's been hauled a lot. She got she needs about fifty more dollars more to be PKC champion. I tell you, I mean, a couple of years ago, 
I would I would go to two or three conferences a month. Then mm-hmm. uh, once we uh, we've got we actually uh, we got a three year old boy and a one year old. Once we got our oldest boy, uh, my competition hunting kind of slowed down a little bit. Oh yeah, uh, I don't I don't travel and go to near as many uh, as I do now. When me and my wife first got married, I mean we would we traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to we did more. Uh, showing than we did competition hunting. Okay, uh, we would travel, get some state shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we enjoyed being able to camp and go to all the shows. Yeah, I said the competition hunting has slowed down a little bit uh, since we've had kids, but I still try to go to some every now and then. Planning to hitting one uh, this weekend. Actually, we've got a five hundred dollar added UKC hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my local club that we're going to try to go to see if we can get lucky. Very nice. Uh, bring home some money. That'd be, always be nice. But yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Definitely. But yeah, like I said, I used to competition a lot. Mm-hmm. I traveled around a lot, but it, it's kind of slowed down now. Uh, uh, I, I still like to go to local clubs when I can, uh, but man, I just like pleasure hunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just something about getting out there with your dog. Uh, just you and your dog and listening to them work. Yeah. Conkey's Outdoors is proud to be a sponsor of Tree Talking Time. Family, hunting, tradition is the Conkey's motto. They understand the importance of passing down the tradition of hound hunting. They are a family-owned business that treats you like family. They also understand the importance of having the gear you need when you need it. Conkey's carries everything for your next hunt, and it ships to your door quick. They also offer great warranties on all tracking systems and financing options. Check them out at Conkey's.com. You can also use the code time 5 in all caps to save as well. Now, where on the timeline here did you start squirrel hunting? Ah, man, my whole life, really. Okay. So, uh, like I said, when growing up, we lived on that family land. Uh, so, and we always had a blackmouth cur around normally. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we never had really any good squirrel dogs, but where we lived, Man, you could go out, and it would be nothing to kill five or six squirrels a day just shaking vines. Uh, so actually, that first blue tick I had, uh, me and my sister, you know, we would go and tree squirrels with her, or I should say, we would go tree a squirrel with her. <laughs> she would she tree that first squirrel, I man, a hundred or so yards from you. Man, that second squirrel, she'd be gone. Uh, so she was good for about one squirrel a day. That's funny. Uh, but grow, growing up. I squirrel hunted a lot just behind the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then squirrel hunting with dogs. Uh, like I said, my uncle, he's big into fights. Okay. Uh, I've been squirrel hunting with him for probably 10 years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then squirrel hunting my own dog and squirrel hunting for people. Uh, been about four years now that I've really been into it. Gotcha. Uh, I guess a couple of years ago, I handled an uh, English dog for a guy on some NSD hunts. Okay. I uh, went around the south some, um, traveling mm-hmm. and hunting, uh, hunting him. Uh, it's been a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting uh, my oldest boy, uh, he likes to go with me. So he's been, he's been coming with me some. He'll come with me once a week or once every two weeks. Yeah. Uh, he likes to get out and mess with the dogs. He, he don't like coon hunting yet. <laughs> he, uh, he he says that he definitely likes the squirrel hunting better. Yeah, uh, but maybe above on him the older he gets. 
Oh, I'm sure. Uh, but man, he he likes getting out and messing with the dogs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been squirrel hunting for a while, uh, mainly just pulling vines. That's what we started out with, just yeah. walking out and pulling vines, seeing if we get to move. Like I said, man, when we grew up, man, you could man, you could almost kill a limit just about every day. That's nice. Yeah, you had said you know you grew up with black mouse, uh, but some lines of black mouse don't necessarily make the best tree dogs. That's why I was curious if they were just farm dogs or if they were actually squirrel dogs. Yeah, they were more just farm dogs. Like I said, we growing up, we had cows and uh, we had horses and stuff, and they it, they was just mostly yard dogs. I, I we just never could. I don't know. They just never made real good squirrel dogs. I said, I've got a black mouth now, uh, Libby. Uh, I like her a lot. She sleeps in the house. She's my riding partner. I've shot squirrels over, but she won't bark. Okay. She will. I mean, she'll get up under the tree, and I'll go, and I'll shake, and that squirrel will be there. She just won't bark. Mm-hmm. And she, she's just silent both ways. And I've heard a silent trail dog. I ain't heard many silent tree dogs. That's what <laughs> she is. I said, I, I guess it was Tuesday I went and killed a squirrel to her, but she was under the tree, just wouldn't bark. Yeah. I, I don't know. She's five, so I don't guess she's going to change anytime soon. No, probably not. <laughs> but with all the mother squirrel dogs you got there, it sounds like you still have enough, have enough dog power to go tree some squirrels. Oh, yeah. We've been, we've been blessed for sure. Been blessed to get out there and tree a few. What kind of feist does your uncle have? Ah, uh, he's got uh, some collie bred spice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got, uh, uh, I guess one. I guess it'd really be more like a Tennessee Mountain Hybrid type dog. Okay. Uh, his name's Max. He's a nice little dog. I, I actually took him. Uh, he's getting older. He's done a little winning with him, and I actually took him some. Uh, I got one of my good friends. They normally come up around right after Christmas. And we went and got Max, and we took him for a hunt, and, and we ended up killing six to him right after Christmas. Nice. And I guess last year, he's got a dog within a little winter called Clint's Eli. Okay. And uh, I went, I hunted Eli. He's, man, he's probably 13 now. But last year, me and my son, we hunted him uh, a good bit last year, just hanging out and mm-hmm. uh, just enjoying him. But he, uh, yeah, I'm pretty lucky that when I need a squirrel dog, I can just go to his house and yeah, I can normally have a couple to choose from that I can just pull out and go treat some squirrels with. That's convenient. Yeah. I, I hunted a dog. He had Roxy for a while. She, uh, she stayed at my house for a while. She was a nice dog. Uh, I treat a lot of squirrels with her. Uh, I really enjoyed hunting her. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a couple, made a couple friends hunting her too couple of uh, high school buddies they come and we'd go hunt with her mm-hmm. uh, and she always she'd always uh, she was always good for four or five squirrels very nice and it seemed like she'd just make them up here she was a, i enjoyed hunting her she was a nice little dog well with all this hunting you do i'm sure you got some good stories yeah i'm sure i can think of a few uh, uh i guess one comes to mind uh was hunting old charlie one night and uh, me and my buddy Chris Walters, we were hunting. And, I mean, it wasn't nothing moving. I don't know, Charlotte got out there, probably about 800 or so yards, and he just fell trees. And just just slammed the tree. So we start walking, and we, 
we we get down to the tree and we're shining and we're shining and yeah, we can't find nothing. And like I said, Charlie, I mean, he was pretty accurate. So it was, I mean, him just making a flick. I mean, that that was pretty uncommon. Uh, so we're still looking, and Chris says, "Hey, uh, is the wind blowing?" I'm like, I, "I don't think the wind's blowing." Well, he said, "You see those leaves up there moving?" And it was a just a pile of man, four or five leaves. And I was like, "Yeah, it looks like they move." And he said, "I think the coon's hiding up under there." And I, I, I don't really see how. Hey, that's not a big group of leaves. I think we could see him. He said, well, "I'm going to shoot up there." And lo and behold, he shoots out and man, a 10, 12 pound coon falls out. That's a giant for you, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was <laughs> one of the bigger. And still to this day, we ain't got a clue how I mean, that sucker was hiding in that little clump of leaves. Mm-hmm. But it, when we would have sent him on, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have saw those leaves just a twitching. And we would have sent him on thinking he would have flicked. That's and then there was another night. This was this was a, a night before my wedding. Uh, we went to the rehearsal supper, and then me and some of, <laughs> some of my groups, we went out to uh, the Fox Pen, uh, where I grew up. Uh, they had a uh, probably maybe a 250-acre Fox Pen mm-hmm. uh, that I got to cook. Yeah, they been feeding the coyotes and foxes and stuff, feeding them dog food, and they couldn't keep the coons out of it. And I had a buddy that he was hunting a, an old Walker dog. But, man, she is probably 15 or 16. She didn't have any teeth. Uh, called her old granny. And old granny went, she went in there and treed. And we were sitting there shining the tree, and we found her coon. And then Charlie came and treed right beside her. You know, I was getting so mad, you know, thinking this dog, he just come in jealous treeing yeah. and getting ready to whip. And lo and behold, shining there, there's a coon sitting there. And then, so we cut them loose again, and old Granny gets in there, and she's treeing. We find her soon, and Charlie comes and does the same thing. This tree drops <laughs> beside her. Again, I'm getting so mad. Like, this dog, he's not a, he's not a me-too dog. He's not a jealous treeing dog. I'm getting so mad. Like, what are you doing? And then, lo and behold, he's got a coon in that tree, too. <laughs> yeah, it, it showed me, yeah, always suck your dog. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was getting mad thinking it's all covering, it's all just me too, and he's jealous treeing. And then little more he's come and just slam a coon right beside him. And I said, he he had a knack for just making them up. That's right. He just, he just come in and he slammed tree, and you know, other dog treeing right beside him, just knowing he was just jealous treeing. And then mm-hmm. twice in a row, he had coons both times. Now that makes me think, you know, you're hunting in a fox pen with a bunch of coyotes. Do you have any issues with that? Not one time. Just most- I, hunted, I, hunted fox, I hunted that fox pen pretty hard for a year, a year and a half. Hmm. I mean, you know, them, you got to think, I mean, them, they, them coyotes were used to being ran every day. True. We never had a problem with them. Every once in a while, they'd start cutting up some. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I never even saw a coyote out there. Yeah, if I wouldn't have heard them, I wouldn't have even known they were in there. Yeah, they never bothered us at all, and I, I never had many dogs that really messed with them. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I, I didn't take many young dogs in there. Mm-hmm. I just there was so much patient, but my older dog, I never really even had them. I never had many chase them, and like I said, if I, if they wouldn't have ever cut up and started barking and stuff, I never would really know they were in there. Yeah, and we never, 
never had any problem with them. Like I said, we hunted, we hunted pretty hard uh, for a while. We 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 treated a lot of coons in that box den. Mm-hmm. Now you brought a good point up. You know that those coyotes are basically trained to run away from hounds barking. Mm-hmm. So makes sense. Well, yeah, I so said we we and at times where we cut loose and they was in there running coyotes. <laughs> and we we just go take care of some coons. There you go. I mean, we we never had much of a problem with them. And it, it was a nice place to hunt, and them coons didn't run far, and they were fat. Mm-hmm. And they were sitting there eating that dog oh, sure. all day. And this is even crazier. We'd see rabbits in there. That is crazy. You would think that they would all get killed off, but I guess the coyotes and foxes, you know, were getting easy dog you food. So I, I guess whenever you've got dog food that don't move, why would you waste your energy and chase a rabbit? Yeah. But yeah, we, there'd be times when we'd see rabbits in there. That's crazy. I said, I think I've been hunting now for close to 13 years. Mm-hmm. I still enjoy it. Yeah, I still, I still get butterflies in my stomach going to the competition hunt. Yeah, I still, I still enjoy hearing a dog locate some trees. Yeah, I ain't got tired of it yet. Well, that's great. I don't care much uh, for taking game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't shoot about, uh, Pretty much, our deer season's over now. So pretty much, I get to come on some deer feeders now. About the only time I even actually take them, I yeah. just like to run back out there hunting. Yep. And I've, this year, I've gotten a lab now. So I, uh, trying to venture into some waterfowl hunting. Uh-oh. Uh It's been yeah, it's been different for sure. He uh he he's a lot different than hounds. Oh, I'm sure. His lab, he he's different, uh, and I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed working with him. Like I said, I like working the whole. You know, that's where my enjoyment comes from is mm-hmm. working the. It's it's a lot of hands-on stuff that I'm enjoying. Uh, it's yeah. definitely different. Uh, brings a different challenge mm-hmm. uh, to train, and I think in the long run, uh, it'll help. And these tree dogs too. Yeah, uh, having a different approach. But we uh, we got to go on a few hunts this year, and he got a few retrieves in. Good uh, So that was nice. Uh, that was nice. And we're gonna we'll try to hit it a little harder next year. Mm-hmm. See if we want a few more. Now, like you said, like said, go ahead. Nah, I was just say, I'm I'm enjoying it. Something a little different. Yeah, for sure. But I'm enjoying it. He's been a fun dog. Mm-hmm. Now, with you starting so many dogs for, or, you know, you were saying that you, you usually buy a puppy every year and start it, and, and then also working dogs for the public. You know, do you have any tips or tricks for people starting pups or anything you've learned that really stands out? Yeah, man, be patient. Uh, we uh, we see on Facebook all these puppies that are three, four months old, tree and coons by themselves, you know, tree and squirrels by themselves, and yeah, that don't happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually talking to a client today that was debating on whether leaving his puppy another month or not. Uh, he's a eight or nine month old puppy, uh, and still and not treeing yet. And I was telling him, man, you, I mean, we got to remember, I mean, what was it? 10, 15 years ago, people weren't even starting putting dogs in the woods they were a year old. Yeah. 
you know, sometimes we get too impatient. Uh, we see all these dogs on Facebook, uh, on social media, three and stuff at 16 weeks old. And we think if Horace is not doing that, yeah, he's not going to make it. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you got to sit and let him be a puppy. Mm-hmm. For sure. And he's got to sit, let, let him, let him grow up a little bit. I think, I think we expect too much out of puppies nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, we forget to be a puppy. I'd probably say my biggest advice is just have some patience. You know, just kind of sit back and, you know, just to be patient. Mm-hmm. Now that's some pretty sound advice. That's for sure. Um, you know, I'm, I've been guilty of not being the most patient person and, Trying yeah, to be very I mean, patient right now because I've got a couple of young dogs. So, yeah, and we gotta remember. I mean, all dogs learn different too. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not all dogs start at the same pace. It's just like people. I mean, it, sometimes it takes us or some person a little longer to catch on to something that does somebody else. Mm-hmm. For sure. And sometimes we just sit down and you know just be patient and remember how young they really are. Oh yeah. I think that's a big thing. And sometimes we forget that an eight month old puppy is an eight month old puppy. Mm-hmm. And we just need to sit back and, you know, let them grow up a little bit. Yep. But yeah, I've been guilty of it too. And especially when they start doing real good and then they kind of have a setback. Mm-hmm. You get real aggravated because we know they know what to do. Yeah, but then we have to sit back and remember how young they really are. Yeah. yeah, sit back and remember how immature an eight or nine month old puppy really is. But yeah, just be patient. Yeah, don't don't expect too much. Mm-hmm. I think that I think a lot of times we just expect too much. That we see all these wonder pups on Facebook, you know, we expect a lot. Yep. No, nah, I think you're spot on there. That's for sure. So. Uh, that was probably my best advice for someone starting out. You know, just be patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, sometimes we give up a little too early. Very true. Well, you have anything else you want to say? Um, I think that's about it. Uh, I want to thank you for having me on. Well, I thank uh, you for I've coming on. Talk- yeah, I enjoy talking dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I like talking dogs. Uh, my wife tells me sometimes we talk about it too much. Uh, but <laughs> I think we all like talking I, dogs. That's right. Uh, I enjoy talking to them. Uh, I'm actually about to try and go help her get the boys to bed. We're about to hit the woods tonight. Well, good luck tonight and uh, good luck this weekend. Uh, I appreciate it. Hopefully we can. Hopefully, son, you'll have three and coons on our mind. You know, we had a, our club had a $500 added hunt right before Christmas and we got lucky. And uh, we got high scoring dog there. I uh, won a little bit in the Calcutta, but we yes. were able to bring six dollars home right before Christmas, so that helped a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping she'll hoping she'll have it on her mind again this weekend, and we'll get lucky again. Very nice. Well, good luck. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Yep. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Tree Talking Media. And until next time, keep them talking in the timber. <laughs>